0: Wait, wait, wait. Did you hear that? What are you talking about? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's a shark. <gasps> oh, oh, phew. It's just a pink panther. <laughs>
1: Sequence Pipped at the podcast five, four, three, two, one. No, wait, it's five. In space, no one can hear you podcast. Just tell us where you hid the body, Mr. Joseph. You're only making it harder on yourself, Will. We know you were the only one in the area. Everyone's fingers point in your direction. You're looking at five years, if you cooperate. If you don't, it could be twenty. Times that. You've got no proof I killed her. Who said anything about her? Well, well, well. Sir, we found the body. Miss Hawkins was found in Earlswood Well. Well, well, well. Well, Will, well. That's not all, sir. She was holding this. It's a will. A will stating that Mr William Joseph here will inherit her entire estate. Well, well, Will. (laughs) Well, Will, Will. Well is he well. Well said, sir. And he somehow managed to weld a metal wheel to the well in an attempt to hide the body. I see. That's it! Will put the wheel in the well, then welded a wheel to the well with the will. Will's will was to hide the will. He did it well, but not well enough. Well, 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 Will. Well, this is all circumstantial. You've got no real evidence on me, mate. And since you haven't charged me with anything, I believe I'm free to go. Probably should have handcuffed him, in hindsight. Oh well. Sir, I'll bring in the next case. So, Sally. I've heard you've been selling seashells on the seashore without a license, you bit. You are now entering exam conditions, so please put away
2: all electronic devices. You will have one hour. And your time starts now. People aren't usually this formal for their rectal exams, but sure. Could you cough for me, please?
1: And we can see a really defensive play from France on the pitch. They've built a barricade. They're waving flags and are singing, Do you hear the people sing? It's a great play, though. Tim... Are we in the wrong place? Oh my God! Vikings! What did he say, Eric?
2: I don't know, Mary.
1: Oh, he's speaking in Norse code.
2: Brother Kevin, you have kept your vow of silence for one full year. You have kept the promise you have made to God without a murmur, comment, or even a whisper. You have kept quiet when in the presence of the Lord, and all while keeping celibate and pure as the Virgin Mary herself. And as such, on the anniversary of your vow, you are permitted to speak one sentence. Be wary that this sentence will be the only one you will be able to utter this entire year, speak, brother.
0: What's the Wi-Fi password?
2: You can speak one, one cent, and this is. It's password one. Uh.
1: So this is going
2: to be difficult, John, but you're going to need to wrestle with your demons.
0: Okay, I understand.
2: Good. Your main event tonight, John Lena versus his alcoholism.
0: Let's get ready to <clears> roll! <throat> Kenneth, still working I see. Good, good. Listen, I'm glad to have run into you as I wanted a little chat about the old burglary last week. Are you free for a moment? Of course, Chief. You mean the gallery one? The very same. Do you remember the report and witness statements you gave in? No need if you don't. I've got a copy with me right here. Sorry, was I too slow in handing it in? It was a very large case, wasn't it? Oh, no, 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 no. You were more than punctual. I tell you what, little game here. How about I read outer passage and you might be able to see what's grabbed my goat a little, hmm? Chapter 1 A Mysterious Enigma On the clear, moonless night of October 24th at approximately 11.43pm, the squat, homely Holman Art Gallery stood in peace at the corner of Bishop and London Roads. The fragile stillness of this cool Wednesday evening had an intruder, To quickly describe his dark, brooding malevolence would be a disservice to the true evil. Ah, Chief, I think I know what you're getting at. Wonderful. It's the split infinitive in that last sentence, isn't it? Ha. No, not quite. I'll keep going, shall I? To the true evil of a man who just wanted to be loved. Ethan Jones had been loved once, back in 94, but that frisson had ended. Frisson. That frisson had ended, As all relationships do in a blaze of angst, pain, and an affair with Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
1: I don't get where you're going with this, Chief.
0: It's too flowery, Ken. It's 80,000 words long. These suspects are so detailed. Every second of this case is so well accounted for. it
1: feels like you were there, doesn't it? It
0: it feels like... yes, yes it does.
1: feels like you really got to know the witnesses and the suspect.
0: Yes. So, I did a good job. No! It's about usefulness, Ken. It's useful to know that Julia was six foot four, not that she had, quote, the ghost of a painful past thinly veiled behind weathered grey eyes. She hadn't made love in a decade. How do you know this? And why can't you be more like Constable Carter, huh? His write up is just, suspect burgled. I caught him. Brilliant, right? Brevity is the soul of policing. Do you see? Ah, oh, right. No. Pack your things, Ken. I don't think the force is right for you. Well, I'm sorry for
1: trying to add a little colour into the constabulary, Chief. Sorry I see the drama in everyday things, and I'm sorry for my interest in the goddamn
0: human condition. Dear Diary, yet again, I, a lone Chief Inspector, with chiselled good looks and an unquenchable thirst for justice, must delve into this maelstrom of incompetence before me and relieve from duty my favorite police officer. Oh, well.
1: When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground.
2: Can't we just play Monopoly for once? I don't want to bury another brother. Mom,
0: that was very brave of you jimmy thank you so much for sharing david now it's your turn to speak when i was back in nam i shot a man looked him dead in the eye and shot him he could have been like me but i shot him anyway oh my god we've made such a breakthrough thank you david roz does this have any resonance with you when i was fighting in the Gulf War, I shot two men. I looked them dead in the eyes and I shot them both. Dead. Two. Two men. Eyes. Okay. Both of the eyes. Seems similar to David. Yeah, well, I was fighting in the Second World War. I bombed an entire platoon. That's not even in the same time period. Yeah? Well, I bombed an entire
1: country. So did I. Did I say country? I met continent. I c- crushed the snail.
0: Yeah, well, Mars is lifeless because of me. Hold on, David. I think young Harry here is sharing. What did you say there, Harry? I crushed the snail.
1: Mama, I'm going to war. Take that, you Nazi scum! Oh
2: dear
0: God. You're a horrible person. I can't help you. No one can help you. But what what but
1: what about my shell shark? So you passed all our tests, but one question remains. Are you ready to join might club? I dunno, maybe you're in.
2: Mr. Judgmental woke up in his ivory tower and started his morning routine. As usual, he went downstairs and made his perfectly balanced breakfast. Half a grapefruit for vitamin C, egg whites for protein, and half a piece of rye toast. Do I treat myself to a spread of butter this morning? He thought to himself. No, he decided. He was better than that. He took his food over to the table. When do you know what he saw? Why, it was only little Miss Fat tucking into her breakfast. He could see her plate piled high with various chocolates. For her drink, she had a pint of double cream and licked it from a big plate, because she was too slovenly to wash up a glass. Tut, tut, he muttered to himself. I've lost my appetite. He left his rye toast untouched, which he later composted, of course, because he cares about the environment, unlike some people. Mr. Judgmental then went about his day, making his house spick and span, a few sets of his exercise regime, and renewing his subscription to the Daily Mail. Just as he was finishing organising his various sporting trophies, he caught another glimpse of Little Miss Fat across the way. Would you believe it? She was tucking into a second breakfast. Mr. Judgmental was in awe as he watched her swallow an entire Snickers bar without even unwrapping it. This won't do. Said Mr. Judgmental out loud. I have very attractive and well-connected friends coming over this evening. An unsightly amorphous blob like that will ruin the party. There's only one thing to do. And do you know what he did? Mr. Judgmental closed the curtains, turned on his computer, and started to troll Little Miss Fat. He shamed her on Facebook. He shamed her on Twitter. He even created a subreddit just to tell her her face looks stupid. Just as he was commenting that she resembled a beached whale in one of her holiday snaps, he heard a horrible wailing from outside. Oh no, he thought. Had he hurt her feelings? She surely had thicker skin than that. Or she certainly looked like she did. He chuckled to himself and commented this as well. Then he sought out the source of the wailing. Her curtains closed, Mr Judgmental knocked on Little Miss Fat's door. Little Miss Fat, he called. Stop calling me that, she moaned. My name's Anna. Are you okay, he called out. What do you care? Everyone thinks I'm fat. Because you are, thought Mr. Judgmental. But wisely, he kept this to himself. Well, you could try exercising or a healthier diet. Exercise is hard. And I don't like salad, came a whimper from inside the house. There's always... Bulimia There is There was a pause, then Little Miss Fat Anna opened the door. It's what all the models do, and they're the best kind of people. Don't you want to be the best kind of person? Accepting his wisdom, she nodded her head weakly and went straight to the bathroom and started retching. That evening there was a knock on Mr Judgmental's door. And do you know who it was? It was little Miss Fat Anna only she wasn't fat any more. My God, I'll call you little Miss Sexy, exclaimed Mr. Judgmental, and they both went inside and banged. For while his penis had never been higher, her self-esteem had never been lower. The other dinner guests found this particularly awkward and left one by one, except for Mr. Pervert, who stayed and filmed the whole thing. And so Mr. Judgmental learnt nothing, and was later elected President of the United States. The
1: end. Not tonight, darling. I have a headache.
2: You've been listening to Pip to the Podcast from Up the Antics, Like what you hear? Why not come visit us? We're live monthly in Bristol at the Antics Joke Show. Visit uptheantics.co.uk for details.